Hello there and welcome to the Irish Film London podcast. I'm your host, Neve Brannigan, and I'm usually joined by Jerry Maguire, but this week is going to be a little bit different because we have finally kicked off our annual Irish Film London Festival. So, as you can imagine, everyone is running around London making sure everything is in order to bring you the best festival. And we really, really hope to see some of you there. We're also going to bring you guys new episodes throughout the festival to keep you up to date on everything that's going on. So go to our website and check out everything we have in store, especially our industry events. Because whatever about missing a film, hopefully in the future there'll be an opportunity to catch it again. But industry panels and Q&As are amazing opportunities and experiences, so definitely come along to those. Today we are opening our festival with Aisha at 7pm in the View Cinema in the West End, directed by Frank Berry, who Jerry caught up with prior to our opening gala tonight. Enjoy, guys. If you're part of the regular Irish Film London audience or want to get more from your experience, consider joining our growing family of members for a range of exciting benefits. Irish Film London is a non-for-profit organisation. Our mission is to promote the best new Irish film to audiences all over the UK and with the help of this podcast, the world. If you become a festival friend or a festival champion, you get perks like discounted tickets for films and events, free access to Irish Film from Home films, and invites to networking events, and so much more. So check it out now. So, Frank, thank you very much for joining me. It's a real pleasure to be speaking to you ahead of our uh, London preview of Aisha. How are you? You must be busy ahead of this big release schedule. <laughs> yes, very busy. It's great to meet you as well, Jerry. Really, really great. Uh, we're finally chatting. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a busy week because it's the week before we have the Cork Film Festival this week, the Irish premiere, and then release next week. So yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Um, so yeah. Um, well, look, I want to dive straight into talking about the film because um, I know that we don't have you for very long this morning. Um, so. I mean, look, I, I haven't watched the film now a couple of times at LFF and um, the Sky team were um, really helpful in sort of furnishing me with a link so I could watch it again um, ahead of our big screen. And, you know, it's a really special film and it's talking about some um, some quite big topics. Um, I wondered if we might start by getting you to, to tell me how you might describe Aisha as a film for people who haven't seen or heard of it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Aisha is a film that looks at the direct provision system in Ireland and it's told uh, to the experience of of our main character, Aisha, who is a young Nigerian um, a, a woman who comes to Ireland seeking protection. And when she's in Ireland, she um, uh, befriends uh, an Irish uh a person who works in the centre and the film looks at their relationship really and how mm. uh, that very simple human connection is affected by the system basically so the idea was really just to take a human uh, story and put it in this inhumane system just to and to express uh, in a real way the experience the, her experiences uh, in that system yeah yeah I mean it's it's a big it's a big topic to deal with isn't it like direct provision something that's um it's talked about a lot i think from um in certain areas and it's something that maybe people outside of ireland aren't massively aware of but you know from the uk context 
there's a bit of a link in sort of current affairs at the minute in terms of what's going on at certain detention centres and this sort of hostile environment policy that um, the UK government has and everything. I mean, um, you know, is was there was there a reason why you decided that um, that this was an issue that you had to tackle in this film? Well, the film was, uh, this film started when I was researching my last film, which is about the Irish prison system. And yeah. uh, I, I came across the fact that at that time, the Irish prison system and the immigration system were both being run by the Department of Justice, the same department, which I just wanted to know more about. Um, obviously, the the uh, the immigration system in Ireland exists in, in my name as an Irish citizen. And I just wanted to know more about what the experiences were of people coming to Ireland seeking protection mm. um, and um, so that's when I started just I made contact with um, with Lucky Camboulet who was uh, the, one of the co-founders of the movement of Asylum Seekers Ireland and that's and I used to meet Lucky uh, on a weekly basis and talk to him about uh, the reality of, of, of direct provision and and I was introduced to more people and, and I went um, on a journey then of, of for over years of, of listening basically and collaborating. So um, in terms of the international and uh, you know we've we've screened the film in America and we've screened the film obviously in in uh, in the UK and the conversations around the film in those play internationally has been really about immigration systems in general and about yeah. um, state built barriers in different different places. And, you know, the film, I think, encourages or creates a space for conversations about immigration systems in various countries. You know, at the very, very centre of the film, there's a human connection between two, two people. And, and it, the film looks at that connection in the context of, of where it's taking place. So I think it encourages conversations about immigration systems and, you know, yeah. encourages people to think about the, the systems that exist in their names and their in their countries, you know. So, yeah. so this is in an Irish context, but I think internationally it's 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 providing conversation or, or inspiring conversations of immigration systems in different countries. Yeah, yeah, I think it's something that definitely translates really well. It's obviously it's a, a huge issue across mm-hmm. lots of different places. Yeah. Um, but I think like more generally outside of of this film, you're what we might call. I suppose a, a like big air quotes here, but like a social issue filmmaker. Um, what does it mean to you to make films like this? I mean, were you always drawn to making films in this way that are sort of researched and you know that have a a, a basis or a grounding in something that's happening in the real world? Yeah, it it wasn't necessarily a big plan. You know, when I started. Um, when I left college, I started making films and I did some, made some short films. I made a small bit of TV drama, but I wasn't finding any of it really. I felt like it, it, I wasn't seeing myself in the work. Uh-huh. And so I started, I was teaching at the time and I started mm-hmm. making local videos, uh, community videos. I made, I made quite a lot of them and the themes were a lot of the times around education and around uh, social disadvantage. And um, uh, and I, I that somebody said to me early on actually uh, that the, the advice I got was go where the warmth is, go where you feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. And even though these these um, these community videos weren't 
you know, they were just local and they were DVDs, basically. You would give to a group who, who are doing good work and who yeah. wanted to use the DVD as a promotional tool, just whatever message they had. Um, and then I made a feature documentary with that process. And that was just very significant to me. I felt great after that because I felt like I'd made the film my own way. I wasn't trying to adapt uh, or survive. Um, and, you know, I, I felt like I did it in a way that felt that felt right to me. Yeah. And uh, as, soon as, the, as soon as that happened, that led to more, more projects. And I started to gain confidence um, in, in just the process, as I said, of, of, of listening and, yeah. um, and, and expressing something that, that I feel is, is important. So it wasn't a grand, a grand plan to be a social realist, social issue based filmmaker. It was just yeah. uh, organic, really. And it, it, I, I find, uh, you know, the process just just satisfying, I suppose. Yeah. But sure, isn't it so important, like to to do something that that really strikes a chord with you i mean in in all forms of art and creativity it's so important to focus in on the issues that feel important to you whether that's whether that's things that you feel are important to share with people or you know in this case you're talking about both things you're talking about those things that you feel are important on a social level but also that's what engages you as a filmmaker it sounds like yeah absolutely and i've, I've always felt that when you're engaged in the work, if you if you're using your your character, your personality, if you feel like you're expressing mm -hmm. from within, you know that's that's that means something's going right. You know, whereas yes. if you're constantly trying to kind of uh, uh, you know meet meet the situation, uh, change yourself to you know to try and survive, um, then then you're not in your natural space. You know, so mm -hmm. so um, whenever I'm sitting in a community center or in an environment and, I've, and I'm, I'm spending a lot, I feel like I work there, you know, I spent so long in places yeah. and you, 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 you know, and then when the project ends, it feels like you're leaving a job really, you know, but you maintain, you maintain, I've maintained contact with everybody I've, I've made kind of um, films with yeah. because you spend so long with them, you know, um, yeah. but, but when you're sitting, when I'm sitting there, I feel I'm in the right place in the world. I feel like this is, this is feels, feels where I should be, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, um, and I, I and I don't ask questions uh, at the beginning, and I don't um, I don't kind of probe. I'm not looking for information. Uh, yeah. What I try and do at the beginning is it's just it's all about um, it's all about uh, not getting information, but 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 trust. Uh, mm. And if you gain trust and, and if you bond with people, then then you know the story emerges and 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 things thing you know things happen organically as opposed to just yeah. going in like a journalist really and just with a notebook and pen and and I never no one ever sees me write anything down or ask questions you know and I think that right. that feels 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 right to me you know yeah yeah oh well that's lovely to hear because like I think one of the things about Aisha the film that that really struck me was like there's a there's a warmth and a compassion that comes out of the performances and the, the the characters that you've created in it, which on the one hand, I think probably reflects that process a little bit because there's mm. it sounds to me like there's a warmth and a compassion built into that process at the same time. But um, but it's also it's also a film which it's dealing with some really, really heavy issues. You know, the, the characters, the two main characters in it, both in their own ways have been through so much. And it would be very easy, I think, to, to make something that's really sort of 
you know, pale blue and kitchen sinky and everything. And and that's not what you've done here at all. There's something really watchable and really like, um, I don't want to reduce it to just saying something very humanizing, but actually that is what it does. You know, you take the story of somebody who is quite other to many people in Ireland and the UK and you've made them, you've made this character of an outsider feel very warm and friendly and approachable and the way that the way that you've crafted the world around them they're both so gentle to each other is that you know that must have been it must have been a conscious decision yeah it's well you always with a film you always want it first of all to feel real but also you want to you want the audience to connect with the characters in a human way yeah and you know I think very often you know, with in some, uh, you know, in some films, you, you feel like it's very, it's kind of over, over engineered, really. And, right. and and what I try and do is, is we do a lot of talking. Well, first of all, there's years of talking uh, mm. and discussing the, the, the film and, this, and, and, you know, it, there's so much research goes into it. But then when the, when the actors join and um, there's a process begins where, where we talk about, the years of research that I've done, and I, okay. I introduced Letitia to people who've been through the direct provision system, um, and uh, with Josh, talked a lot about the men that I worked with while making Michael Inside, who yeah. were kind of, um, you know, who who uh, many of them had been through through uh, prison due to drugs, but were in a positive educational space and were kind of um, uh, trying. And that was that's what I that was the conversations with Josh earlier was about how um, he's trying and like when he says oh, if I get onto an access course then I can do this and and yeah. I can get you know and that's I heard that so many times uh, people having a plan you know and sometimes yeah. they fall off sometimes they have a slip and they go back to prison or they go back into addiction you know um, yeah. but it's just so moving to hear that and. Um, so, so, and then with Letitia, we talked a lot, a lot about the barriers in Ireland and about how, 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 how difficult, it, you know, it is to live in direct provision and how protracted the legal system is and all of those things. And then I introduced um, Letitia and Josh to, to Lucky uh, Campbellet in, in, in pre-production as well. And so all that, so the process is really that, that all of that conversation happens such that, so that everybody feels bonded and and making the same film and also empowered so then when you get on set mm. I don't need to say um you know uh, be, be imposing in my direction because everybody is just feels very kind of um uh, clear about what we're doing and when when you get out of the way like that then you allow obviously all our cast are really talented every last mm. person yeah and they just um you can see the performances coming from within and that's where the where the the human quality in the film and the audience's connection uh, with the characters comes from, you know, it comes from, from those naturalistic kind of performances. Definitely. Definitely. I have to say as well, I love that link between Michael inside through Josh's character in this as well. That's, that's a a lovely sort of sense of uh, progression of, of your work in, in a sense and of the, and of the research and the, the intervention that you make in film to, to showcase these sort of these people's lives, I guess. That's yeah. what's really well, thanks. Um, thanks, Jerry. I mean, but I, but I try, I, you know, I'm always suspicious of a big idea or, or maybe this should, you know, this is just my own process of it. this is purely for myself, but I'm, I, I don't trust myself when I have a, a, an idea. I always try and find 
the elements uh, of the story in the world, you know, and yeah. this film kind of started uh, while I was making my last film. So in those early conversations, we were, and we start talking about a human connection and start talking about what this film might be, then that was the obvious place to go because that's where, yeah. the, where the film began, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I try, and then, then or it just, it just feels right then. It just goes, yeah. okay, that feels right. That feels right. And yeah. th there's no doubt oh, is this, is this a good idea or not? And, you know, it's it's just, uh, it feels uh, organic, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it must have been such a joy working with immensely talented cast members like Letitia and Josh. I mean, their performances in this film are outstanding. Like, yeah. Letitia's character is somebody who you feel for from the very, very start. Uh, Josh O'Connor. I, if I didn't know who he was, I would swear he was born and raised in Dublin. Mm, yeah. Like, um, fair play to him for nailing the accent. I think. <laughs> yeah, he put a lot of work into that, and he he uh, he he came over early, you know, and he immersed right. himself in the process. He immersed himself here and spoke to people on the street, even though it was during lockdown. He he, he did a lot of work, um, yeah. and you know. You know the early conversations with Josh. He really, really got the character and loved. He loved the script, you know, and uh, he he was committed to to um, uh, to the role very much, you know. So uh, right. he put a, he put a lot of work in. But the cast, like you know, we have Lorcan Cranach in this film with Dennis oh, Conway, yeah. Stuart Graham, Ruth McCabe, Anthony yeah. Doyle. You know, we have we have amazing, amazing, um, amazing cast, and so that they're they're. they're they're um yeah they're 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 just a pleasure, absolute pleasure. It was a wonderful team, wonderful, mm. wonderful team. Amazing. I mean, what was the shoot like then? It was, it was sort of you were still sort of in lockdown when this was being put together, right? Yeah, the shoot was yeah it was it was yeah it was a COVID shoot, so you just had to had, had to get on with it. And but you know I suppose in film we're we're used to just um adapting to problems that are yeah. curveballs and problems every day and. Uh, this quickly became normal, really. You right. know, I was worried about about uh, directing with a mask on, to be honest, because you just you you're trying to create. You, it's an intimate relationship, really, with all the cast, and you want to, you know. Um, but it was fine, actually. You just get used to it, really. And uh, you, you know, we had a wonderful COVID officer became part of the team. He wasn't like finger wagging, you know. He was just he was great, mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, uh yeah so it was it was it was it worked out it, we just did it we got on with it and uh it was it, you know it was grand in the end yeah you know one thing when you when you say when you say all that it makes me realize i haven't watched the film a couple of times now like it doesn't feel like it's from that period in time there's so many films that were they kind of were forced into a position where you know there's less people on screen and yeah. it feels like an emptier world with fewer characters and so on which was sort of necessary for a lot of indie films at the time to to adapt to that kind of shooting style and this doesn't feel like one of those you know it feels like it's quite a rich environment with lots of people and lots of characters in it and you know people crossing frame and stuff like this you know it, it feels like a busy well populated environment and it, there's no there's no sense of, of of all that sort of like covid safety stuff that would have had to happen yeah yeah, I mean, for this film, it was just very important that what's represented on screen is is close to reality, you know. So the compromise that you might make on a on a film that's not uh, doesn't have the same aims as us, you know, 
perhaps they're 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 different, you know. But for us, the living conditions, the environment was very important to get right, you know. So I made that clear early on in, in prep that that you know whatever whatever the difficulties are with COVID and all of that, you know, we have to we, there's some, some some things that we we have to get right, uh, you know. Otherwise, as I said earlier, it just undermines the film, you know. So yeah. I had to I had like we shot in a direct provision center, a, a previous direct provision center, right. Um, and we make we make great, great efforts um, to make sure that the 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 somebody who's been through the system will will look at this film and will recognise it to be true, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, in that sense, do you feel like this is a film that's as much for people who have been through this as much as it is a a, a sort of a a film that exposes this to everyone else? Yeah, I think it's both. Yeah, I think it's both. Definitely. You know. Wow. Um, and I think, you know, it creates, hopefully it'll create a space for everybody to talk about it, you know, uh, yeah. to talk about the system. And uh, I mean, as I said, there's been great, an enormous um, campaign from activists, yeah. artists, um, writers, you know, citizens um, over the last few years yeah. uh, to, to, to just object to this system and to, 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 uh, to demand that it's dismantled and which the government have now Prom, uh, pledged to do so I just hope that this film uh, adds its uh, is, is just a voice to add to the chorus of, of objection really and and, yeah. and maybe it might create environments where you can watch the film and then just open up a conversation about about what, what you've seen I think that's a purposeful thing to do you know yeah definitely I mean I'm I'm sure it's going to do that I mean we've had so many conversations about it here already at at Irish Film London, it's it's a very special film for us already. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward for people to see it at um Irish Film Festival London on the 16th of November. Um, I know it's playing at Cork Film Festival. Is it before or after us in Cork? It's it's this it's this week actually. It's Thursday. Yeah, it's the Irish premiere in Cork. Brilliant. So Irish premiere in Cork, and then uh, back to London after it being at London Film Festival in October, and yeah. then and then it's out. In, yeah, then it's out on seventeenth. So the day after the 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 London screening, it'll be uh, it'll be out in cinemas in the UK and Ireland, and also on Sky as well, Sky Cinema. Brilliant. So yeah, we recommend everyone to go and and grab it while they can, and and get uh, get a look at Aisha, and uh, yeah, tell us what you think. Frank, thank you so much for um, from joining me. I know you've got to go and do another another interview probably <laughs> yes that's right but Jerry um, just so th thank you and, and all the team there so much for your support and and you know we're we're so honored uh, uh, to be opening the festival so I'm um, just very very grateful to you and for this and and just for for uh, for supporting our, our film thanks so much thank you Frank it's a real pleasure to talk to you thanks so much great take it easy thank you And that's it for this week's interview. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you really enjoyed it. Thank you to Culture Ireland and the Irish Emigrant Support Programme. Myself and Jerry will be back with a brand new interview. See you then.